You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe. I'm Brad Jackson. We're back. Our Zoom's fixed. We only missed a week. <laughs> I mean, technically, I think I might be the reason yet again we missed a week. Hey, I was trying to just you know, blame a uh, mechanical error. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a grown-ass man. I, trying, I can I accept uh, responsibility where responsibilities do, okay? <laughs> so, uh, what are we smoking this week, Brad? Uh, this week, we have uh, something special from uh, Casada Quesadilla? <laughs> Casada Tobacco's de Exportacion. Uh, cigars, but this is going to be the Magna Liga F. T-A-A Casa Maga. Magna, not Maga. Great, <laughs> I probably just got us, you know, fucking back blacklisted on Apple and everything else. We haven't gotten banned yet for the shit we say. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, this is a, a TAA exclusive, which it's pretty much the same blend as their regular Liga F, which is Ecuadorian sun-grown Corojo over Dominican binders and fillers from the Dominican and Nicaragua. But it comes in a new size and box press that the standard uh, Casa Magna does not come in. Yeah, and the the Liga F is supposed to be there for the uh the potent blend. So this yeah. is supposed to be a strong boy. I like the potence. <laughs> but before we get started, uh give a huge shout out to Real Men Smoke Cigars uh dot com. I ordered some new cigar nerd shirts for Dragon Con since I got too skinny to wear our old uh podcasting shirts. And he threw a whole bunch of swag in the oh my god a Keychain, a cool little metal sign, a whole bunch of stickers, and like, I think like six cigars. Uh, and you know, if you're watching on YouTube and see our new uh, background in the studio, uh, that was kind of the inspiration. So I, you know, tossed a bunch of those uh, stickers up on the wall uh, to give y'all something better to look at than just our ugly mugs. So uh, shout out to him. Yay for having a face for radio. So definitely go pick up some. Uh, Cigar shirts from Real Men Smoke Cigars and maybe even some stickers. So, uh, this uh, Casa Magna has a nice, like, golden green label, which kind of goes with the green people we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, the Skrulls, because we're going to be talking about Disney Plus Marvel's new Secret Invasion series. And if you've got to fight off a bunch of shapeshifting aliens, you should call in the Strike Force. StrikeforceEnergy.com. Promo Go Cigar Nerds get you 20% off your order. And get you all jacked up on the caffeine. So does that mean that Fury is the strike force? Pretty much, because he's like, I don't need the Avengers. I'll take care of this shit myself. <laughs> Which didn't make a whole lot of sense. But yeah, we'll get into that in the main <laughs> main segment. And with that, on with the show. Fury. Since you've been gone, things have gotten much worse. 
you think I came back? You're in no shape for this fight that lies before us, old friend. This is personal. Very few of us know about the wars fought in the shadows that have raged on this planet. Do you feel responsible? Where are the Avengers? This war is one I have to fight alone. And welcome back to the show. We're about to start talking, uh, we're gonna get fury in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we don't really get fury until much later on, but, you know, um, I, I, I'm kind of noticing a trend with Disney, you know, whether it's Marvel, whether it's Star Wars, it's all the same umbrella, but anytime there's an old man, like, what is this, like, we know the capabilities why do we have to drag out, like, I'm just a sad, lonely old man? Before, you know, we get to the badassery, like, I kind of feel like, is that just budget limitations? To be like, hey, I've got to pay you a lot less if you're either just out on an island somewhere, or if you're just running around reminiscing of old times and not really getting into anything. Very much Danny Glover-esque. I'm getting too old for this shit. Everyone's like, you're not ready for this fight, Fury. He's like, motherfucker, I'm Nicholas goddamn Fury. <laughs> I started this shit. <laughs> God. Samuel L. is 70 years old, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe he is getting too old for this shit. <laughs> That's sad. Like, I mean. But for, he looks damn good for 70. Like, he's still probably in better shape than I am. I mean, he he doesn't look like Harrison Ford because you know, you know the last movie, Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of the Old Folks Home. But uh... <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't try to do that whole de aging thing. Apparently, all you need to de age Samuel Jackson is a beard trim and some uh, whatever uh, just for men uh, goatee dye. <laughs> yeah, it's a badass motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, Reach in there and grab my wallet. Hand me, hand me my scroll. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. Ah, but yeah. I kind of feel like we need a scroll invasion. You know, if a scroll just took over me, you know, you you would have a consistent, you know. <laughs> I could be locked away somewhere, never to be seen, and, you know, scroll Brad is uh now your your co-host. All right, we're going to have to cut your finger, see if it turns uh, purple, uh, just to, to verify. Okay. Oh, yeah, speaking of cutting, I should probably get my uh, knife out of your car at some point. Oh, yeah, I already got that. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Dude, did you see that guy sever his finger on the Cigar Nerds podcast? What a dumbass. <laughs> I did see some video of some dude testing knives and stabbed himself in the stomach to see how sharp it was. And started bleeding all over the counter like, 
huh? Like this knife is sharp. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I feel like at some point we should just do an episode of like Darwin Award, you know? <laughs> YouTube fails. Like why 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 can't we just bring that back? You know, yeah. remove all the warning labels. Oh yeah, we've had this conversation. Just clean up the the old bleach I, in the I, uh, I gene pool. Forget the uh, the conversations we've had and will have. So, you for one did not watch Captain Marvel. Were you totally lost going into this? Uh, do you recommend someone watch that shit, or did it? I mean, good enough job of setting setting things up because we only got like six episodes of this. It was kind of one of the the shorter Disney Plus series. I mean, I knew enough of Captain Marvel going into this, so I wasn't like completely blind. Like you know, familiar with who the 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 scrolls are and whatnot, uh, you know, somebody that doesn't know that, uh, I mean, these are kind of self-contained. Maybe you don't know the full backstory, but I absolutely feel like, okay, we got humans, we've got invading aliens that can, you know, disguise themselves as, you know, humans. Um, I feel like, you know, this has been done in Hollywood enough that folks aren't going to be super lost. <laughs> Yeah, and if in the comics, the Skrulls have kind of always been bad guys, like the original, like Secret Invasion. And if you watched uh, uh, Captain Marvel, they kind of flipped that script and that where the where the Skrulls were initially you thought they were bad guys, but turns out they were just refugees, pretty much, and they were trying to get information from Captain Marvel because their people were at war with the. Uh, uh, the blue aliens, the, the the Kree, and, you know, the Skrulls were just kind of, you know, they lost the war and were kind of on the run. They weren't really bad guys and kind of eventually became teamed up with Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel where like... Where this kind of went back to them being, or at least some of them being Well, I mean, villains. I think that's the... Uh, you know, anytime you have, you know, a mass exodus or, you know refugees, I mean, you're always going to have... Dude, people strive for power and, you know, fortune and fame and, you know, like... I mean, we, we, we've we seen that, you know, you take in refugees, like, all right, there's going to be a few of those folks that are not necessarily looking to go to a place to better themselves. They're going to put themselves in a better position to learn how to be a better fighter or to infiltrate from within under the disguise of feed me, clothe me, bathe me, ha-ha, now, you know, I'm going to, you know, wreak havoc in your government. Now I've, now I've jacked your body and taken over your yeah, <laughs> I mean, government. I, I, I don't know, you know, I mean, this was... It's one thing I like about, you know, sort of the Disney Plus is, you know, some of the standalone and self-contained stories so much better than just the same, you know, overplayed, you know, big screen summer blockbuster. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to see them all at some point, but it's kind of cool to be like, hey, let's go down this path and explore this for... You know, yeah, six or eight or episodes. With six episodes, you know, even it being, you know, and 
varying time frames, but around an hour, sometimes a little, some episodes a little less. It gives them time to kind of flesh out. So you can tell a much kind of bigger story than you can in a regular two-hour movie. And they seem to be more willing to experiment with the Disney Plus series. So it's like each one of these series that have come out has almost been a different genre of... Uh, of storytelling where this one is very much like gritty spy drama. It just happens to be in the Marvel universe, which I, I kind of like that. Uh, you know, uh, what are the, how was it? Uh, the, the, yeah, that's, we've not really seen the, the more like spyish elements of, uh, of the Marvel universe. Yeah. I mean, I guess, it, you know, my only real complaint is, in their experimenting, it's like either commit, you know, it, it almost seems like every season is a test, you know, pilot, you know, season or whatever, because you never really get wrapped up in full closure. It's always, ah, eh, this can go a few different ways. We're going to leave it open ended because if the reviews yeah, are bad, then, you know, here's your ending. If not, here's another. No, you know what? Flush out, finish your story. That's your season. If it bombs, it's fleshed out. It's you know, there, there's no yeah. Being interconnected with like the movies, each one seems like they're you know setting up a story that for that's going to be completed. I mean, whatever Ms. Marvel, that's pretty much ended with like yeah, that's the beginning of the Marvels movie that's coming out. Where I'm not sure where this is going to go. I don't know, one of the things that kind of offset this for me is that no matter how, like, tense the drama was, the trailer for the Marvels had already come out, and you already saw Nick Fury back on the space station running things. So you're like, whatever happens, you know Nick is going to survive, and things are good. We're, we're definitely winning this Skrull War, because we've already seen a trailer, like, a month before this came out that shows, like, all is well in the Marvel universe and the earth hasn't been destroyed. So it's like, and, and that's kind of the, you know, sort of the downside Yeah, they may is, have, should have either released this earlier or held off on that trailer until, yeah, you this know, came like out. we're in that era where, you know, yeah, the, the trailers are fucking badass and everything, but you're, you're almost given too much. Like, yeah, even if it didn't like spoil the story of that movie, which I don't think it gave enough to do that, it definitely you knew whatever was happening was not going to end badly. <laughs> I mean, there was some surprise deaths in this season we'll talk about, but overall, you know, it's it has to work out. This isn't like Samuel Jackson's last ride because you literally just saw him in a trailer a week ago for a, a another movie that's <laughs> coming out. Yeah, I just. I don't know, you know, and even with the series, like, you know, the the things that were like, oh, that's going to be a major plot twist, like, your your build-up gave way too much away, like, even me not seeing Captain Marvel and stuff like that, like, I'd already pin, oh yeah, this dude's definitely a scroll. oh yeah, this dude here is, you know, going to betray, like, you know, there was just, you know, there there wasn't enough in my opinion, left open to be like, oh, man, this could go this way, this could go that way. Like, the the story was just 
too much detailed and too linear. Like I gotta say though, the because uh, you kind of watched it once it had already finished up. I was doing it the week to week. The episode that ended with Nick going home and you see like his wife as a scroll, like cooking dinner. And then when he walks in, she's in human form. And that's where that episode ends. And you're like, Oh shit. Is Nick's wife secretly a scroll? And then you find out next episode, like, no, he knows she's a scroll. He's married to a fucking alien. But for that, that week you're like, Oh fuck. They've like replaced his wife. And you know, he's about to have to deal with this. It's like, no, I like fucking aliens. <laughs> I knew I knew that shit from the beginning is like, but yeah, but for but yeah, that reveal of like, oh fuck, and, and maybe wife. that's the difference. Like, you know, I watch shit when I get time to watch shit because one day I might have time, another week I, I may have no time, you know, in my day to, you know, so I, I hey, I've got time now, so. And and maybe that's what I'm missing is, you know, like you said, you, you had to wait that week because you're watching real time where me, I'm like, all right, I can do, you know, a couple of episodes today, a couple of episodes tomorrow. So I'm not really left with that cliffhanger, you know, feeling. Yeah, and, for you, that story and, wrapped up like, you know, and, and maybe, five minutes later. <laughs> and maybe that's, you know, one of the things like with streaming service and everything else is maybe this is a psychological thing that streaming has done that has prevented like yeah we've you know we've gotten used to the netflix model of dropping everything at once well think think back to tv and we've kind of forgotten like tv week to week tv watching where prime hbo uh even disney have gone back to that week to week release instead of even Netflix, kind of like the last, like Stranger Things and Witcher, they've split the season in two chunks, but they're still dropping that whole half season at once. So yeah, it's but it's yeah, I mean, I'm I'm wondering definitely different watching shit week to week. I don't know. I mean, what would happen if a full season was never made available? So if you didn't watch it real time. <laughs> I would just miss a lot of content. That's you know, so I I would just stop paying for the service. Yeah, in the in you know now you know back in the day, it's like if we miss something, we're like, fuck, what happened? Because there's no way to like go back and watch. It. Now it's like, ah, I missed episode two. I'll watch two and three next week because they're they're there to watch it any there's any time. I don't have to like uh, schedule my TV watching anymore. You know, even with the week to week releases, you know, just because it's dropped on Wednesday doesn't mean you have to watch it on Wednesday. You can. Watch it whenever the fuck you want. So, yeah, I know we've 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 forgotten how to watch TV. <laughs> I mean, just realistically, if it wasn't for this podcast, I don't know that I'd ever even fucking turn on a TV. Like, real. I mean, that's that's one hundred percent. Like, hell, I don't even have like cable anymore. Everything I watch is streaming. Or you know, and hell, even most of the, like the network shows they post it the last five episodes on their website. So even if you don't watch the WB, you can go to or CW, whatever it is now, you can go to their website and still catch the week to week, uh, shows. So it's kind of, it's kind of pointless to have like normal cable anymore. But what we all feared is what has happened. All the subscription services now, like, Oh, we're going to go to $20 a month. And 
you know. Everybody keeps we all have our own though. intellectual property. Hey, I've got six streaming services at $20 a month. Um, there's your fucking cable bill back. Yeah, because, like, oh, man, I'm at three services now, and it's... I I don't want to pay for another one, but also I kind of want to watch uh, uh, that new... Uh, well, I haven't seen the last season of of uh, Mayans, and I haven't watched that new uh, the re- the new season they're doing of Justified. So I'm like, oh, I may have to re up my Hulu subscription because I do want to see both of those. Which pretty much what I did. I signed up for Hulu, watched the Mayans, and then I canceled Hulu because there was nothing else I wanted to watch. But now it's like, fuck, there's another season of Mayans and Justified. I need to re up Hulu for like a month till I burn through that, and then I can cancel it again. <laughs> Nah, dude, I'll just give you our login to Hulu, and, you know, just as long as you and Rachel aren't competing on who's watching at the same time, <laughs> you'll be fine. Hulu doesn't care about password sharing. <laughs> Thanks, Hulu. <laughs> oh. I was wondering how long that was going to be a thing. Yeah. Fuckers. So, yeah, this starts off with some spy drum. You get homeboy, like, who, uh, guy from Black Panther, I can't remember his name, uh, showing up to meet with a intelligence operative. And the dude does a good job of like, the shit he's saying sounds like conspiracy theory, but as things are in the real world, every conspiracy theory is like, give it a week, it's going to be true. I mean, fuck, we had like congressional hearings on aliens and shit the other day. Yeah, so- why, why aren't the American people clued in on that? Because everyone at this point says, all right, what are y'all covering up? <laughs> Aliens are real? All right, yeah. Where's Epstein's list? <laughs> I think the problem is we were all worried about, you know, who Cardi B threw a microphone at and who, you know, Lizzo was not the, you know, great person that Lizzo was, you know, supposed to be, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't she eat a dancer? Uh, Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Jesus, like, thing's still turned up to weld. <laughs> Sorry, man. If we need to solder some shit, we got it on point right there. Set the fucking pop filter on fire. Uh, but yeah, like dude's like, there's fucking aliens, man, and they're replacing us, and, and we've been, you know, and, and uh, uh, oh, fuck, was it Everett, uh, whatever his name is, he's like, all right, man, yeah, uh, you got any proof on this? Because he's like, nah, you need to call Fury, and he's like, Hey man, I you know, if you tell me what you got, if it's good enough, I'll I'll call Fury, and then uh, dude, you know, pulls out a gun. He's like, oh wait a minute, I'm not you know fucking crazy. This dude's an alien too. <laughs> Everyone's an alien. But they did a good job of like not revealing that yeah. quickly because like, dude attacks him. Yo, I mean, I'll say he it. fights him off, and then he gets in a chase with like a random dude, up until the point where he jumps and misses like the building and and falls and dies. You're like, oh fuck, he's an alien. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the beginning, the the first episode or two, like it was it was just after that, and it was like, okay, alien, alien. Like my assumption was everybody's an alien. And pretty much everybody was an alien. Yeah, when we get the reveal that Rhodey's... I mean, I was calling that from, like, the beginning. Because he was just not... Don Cheadle's a good fucking actor. And Skrull Rhodey was just different enough that you're like, that's not Rhodey. 
Like, you know, he was just way too kind of cocky. You, 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 the, the real Rhodey is, is cocky, but he's not a dick. You know, and this guy was kind of a dick. And I'm like, that guy's definitely a fucking alien. <laughs> wasn't cocky. He was just confident. It's a difference. I do like when he's in the the government hearing with all the other like heads of state. And they're like, why is your president here? He's like, because the president doesn't show up when he gets summoned. Y'all get me, and that's a courtesy. And like, and he looks at him, he's like, A, and he's like, if fucking Slovakia keeps eyeballing me, I'm going to go put on the other suit and like, you know, fucking cruise missile her ass. <laughs> I just don't think Rhodey would like joke about like, you know, fucking going putting on his, uh, I, uh that other one would like Samuel Jackson calls, you know, Fury calls him on the phone. And he's like, nice suit. Is that Armani? And he's like, that's a little expensive, isn't it? And he's like, he said, well, my other suit's made of titanium, so this is actually, like, you know, more economical. <laughs> it's like, Tony was always the funny one. Rhodey was, like, the straight man. So yes. it's like, this guy being, like, a wise ass and busting people's balls, you're just like... It doesn't really work. I don't I don't know if this is, uh... Like I said, yeah, him, I was like, that motherfucker's definitely going to be an alien. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see from a... If they approached it more from a litigation standpoint, but at the same time, like, was there a part of you that was like, God damn, that's America, you know, leadership America needs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know, maybe we should let the scrolls take over. <laughs> they already have. Uh, but I did not see them killing off uh, Maria Hill, though. That one was one I was like, oh, fuck. Like, so yeah, there was some definitely like, oh shit moments in this series, because like, They've kind of given her just a little bit more to do each movie, each series, where it's like, all right, yeah, she's like, in the comics, she's fucking Fury's, like, right-hand man, and when Tony became director of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the comics, she was, like, Tony's, like, go-to person, and then, like, yeah, they just fucking murk her in the streets of Moscow. It's like, oh, shit, that's... That's when you're like, no one's safe in this series. Like, anything could happen, except for Samuel L. Jackson. We know he's gonna win, but everybody else could be fucked. Yeah. Nah. Not that ballsy. And I like in some of the flashbacks, too, you find out that basically Fury built his whole... They're like the original S.H.I.E.L.D., like his big intelligence apparatus that made him, like, head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that was basically the Skrulls are the ultimate spies. And he's like, hey, you guys work for me. Me and Carol Danvers will try to find you a new home while you work for uh, helping me protect mine. But then he never found them a home, and when the blip happened and he disappeared, Talos was like, "There's now there's no one helping us, I'm just going to bring all the scrolls here and try to safeguard them myself. And then, like, the kind of the, the young upstarts were like, nah, fuck, Fury, like, promised us this and we didn't get it, so we're just going to take his planet. But I, I, I love, Ben, ben Mendelsohn is a fucking great actor, I, I love him and Fury together because... You know, you saw him in Captain Marvel, but then, like, they've been literally working together for 30 years at this point, and they have that fucking buddy cop, like, two old dudes that have been partners for too fucking long, like, just busting each other's nuts back and forth. And it's like, those two's, like, interaction of being, like, you know, grumpy best friends is hysterical. I was like, I, I love that, uh, the relationship they they built between those two characters. And him and Fury even had that conversation. He's like, so 
if you got the offer to side with the rebels, why didn't you take it? You know, why did you choose us over your own people? And he's like, I didn't take the offer because I'm with you. Like you're my friend and I'm actually, you know, a fucking loyal dude. And, and like, I still believe you're going to keep your promise eventually. <laughs> so they, they, they've definitely like, you know, made him an honorable. Character. So what do we have? Like, Ten more years left before we reach that point in our friendship. I don't know. We're pretty. Gr- I mean, we had like fucking chiropractor appointments together today. I mean, I think we're already in the grumpy old man stage of our life. <laughs> we just gotta aspire to get lawns that we can tell people that we give a shit about to get off of them. <laughs> yeah. Get off my lawn, you damn kids. Just gonna buy two houses next door. <laughs> Be like uh, that movie, uh, was it Grumpy Old Man, where you just walk out in the morning like, fuck you, yeah, fuck you, and then (laughs) go back in your house. Have a, you know, have a trail, you know, going between both. (laughs) Win that $1.5 billion lottery and we'll buy a subdivision, but no one else lives in it. It's just, we just have a subdivision to ourselves. (laughs) We're that HOA everybody bitches about. (laughs) Dude, just get some golf carts, play real-life Mario Kart through the neighborhood streets. <laughs> Be an epic paintball field. We just, like, airsoft door-to-door. <laughs> We'd have, like, a prepper colony. Hells, yeah. Bunkers. Bunkers and badasses. With fireman poles to get into the bunker. It's like, you know, going to the bat cave. You got to jump on the pole. And... <laughs> I went straight to Ghostbusters. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's like, when we see Nick, because apparently like the whole getting blipped out, like gave him a little PTSD. So he was like, I got to get off Earth. I'm going to go build this space station to protect the Earth from intergalactic threats. And when he, you know, been out of the game too long until they find out, you know, there's a Skrull rebellion threatening the Earth. So now I got to, this, I started this shit. So now I got to come back and fix it. Yeah. When he lands, he's like, fucking looks like his knees all jacked up. He's like grown a beard that's all gray. And you're like, oh, damn, this isn't like the badass fury we've seen in all of the Marvel movies up to this point. Like, He's like legit, like old man. You know, even like the the current like operators and agents, and you know, even his friend from the like MI six is like, you're not prepared for this fight, Fury. You you've gotten old, man. You need to just go back to your space station and uh, enjoy your uh, working retirement there. And and even him, like you know, like when he has that meeting with Rhodey, and Rhodey fires him or Scroll Rhodey fires him. He's like, if I can sit on the park bench for a minute, and be like, God damn it, like this shit's real fucked up and I'm maybe they're right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old for this game. And I like a, what's her name even asked me at one point, like, why, why don't we call your super friends? And he's like, no, cause we're humans and we've, we can't always call the Avengers to bail us out of every problem. If we can't defend the earth ourselves, we don't deserve, we don't deserve to have an earth. And also the whole thing, like, Hey, scrolls have this machine that they can steal people's superpowers. And I don't want to give them any more, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want them like you know grabbing a Hulk and having to deal with an army of fucking Hulks. 
<laughs> Dude. Has that been done yet? Hulk scroll? I think in the comic books they did. I mean, super scrolls are a thing in the comic books that, you know, fucking Deadpool kills all those, though. There's a... How was a scroll pool? <laughs> well, fucking... Uh, it was an old Deadpool comic where basically Deadpool gets captured by the scrolls and he's like, I'm immortal. Y'all should take my powers. So they fucking take his DNA to try to build super scrolls. Well, then it turns out he's like, yeah, my superpower is healing, but I have like mega fucking cancer. So basically he just gave all the scrolls like super cancer and they exploded. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Wipe out one species to save another. <laughs> oh, That is the human way. But that whole uh, scrolls are immune to uh, radiation, so they're all hi- hiding out in various Chernobyls. Have we checked Chernobyl lately? We may have aliens hiding there. I mean, I don't think the aliens would hide out in Chernobyl. I think they'd just be in plain fucking sight. <laughs> it's like. Chernobyl's too uh too popular. You get you gotta like hang out at un undisclosed uh <laughs> former Russian uh nuclear sites. No, that's why they're in all... Dawson Forest lately. There may be some scrolls hiding in Dawson Forest. That's that's why they all are in Area fifty one. It isn't that it's all te- top secret and everything else, it's because it's already been decided. that's where the aliens are. Alright, everybody's already talking about it, so let's just go ahead and put them here and, and you know... And no one will believe they're here, because yeah. like, oh, that's bullshit. That's, that's what the government wants us to know. They're, like, secretly in some fucking location that we uh, we don't know about. It's just like, you know, the, the nuclear, you know, disposal there in Dawson Forest that never happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, ha- yeah, how'd you like their first plot of like we're gonna bomb this UN delegation uh, by taking over a sub? And they got to go in and uh, convince the skull uh, scroll uh, Amaral to to give up the code. Eddie captures uh, Talos and is like, "You good?" He's like, "Yeah, Nick, come on up." And it's like, "Ah, you've done fucked up. Nobody calls me Nick, motherfucker." <laughs> Cause that that was a thing from Cap Marvel that you missed. She's like, "What's your name?" He's like, "He's like Nicholas Fury." He's like, "They call you like no, they call me Fury." He's like, "Well, what does your mom call you?" My mom calls me Fury. What about your friends? My friends call me Fury. What about your kids? I don't have any kids, but if I did, they will eventually call me Fury. <laughs> Nobody calls me Nick. <laughs> Calm down, Nick. <laughs> it's like when. Talos tells him that, like, yeah, there's a, a million scrolls here on Earth, and he's like, "Have you lost your green reptilian mind?" <laughs> In fact, you should get the fuck off my train right now. <laughs> we never did our train ride to Blue Ridge. They're fucking scrolls. Can't get tickets. Too many scrolls on the train. <laughs> Uh, and of course we got several new characters in this we got uh, uh, Gravik uh, leader of the Rebel Skrulls but we also got uh, Emil 
Clark as Gaia, Talos's daughter, who uh, started off as a rebel and then became kind of, uh, when she figured out the rebels were not as cool as she thought they were. Uh, I mean, dude, everybody her, wants uh, to be a rebel till it's time to start doing rebel shit. Well, then you figured out, like, oh, you're y'all the ones that killed my mother, and uh, oh, you're just master manipulators, father. and you know, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, but that uh, I love. Uh, oh, was it uh, Sonia uh, Olivia, played by Olivia Coleman, who's kind of Nick's old uh, MI6 ally? When she goes into like after the terrorist attack, goes into question the the skull and is like fucking with the Russians. Like they're, they're holed up in a, uh, in like a butcher shop, like torturing this dude. And he's like, he won't give us anything. He's like, well, maybe y'all don't know what the fuck you're doing. Why don't y'all give out, get out of here and give me some time alone. Cause she's like one of those motherfuckers and just torture a son of a bitch and just like, never like get up. Like, just Oh sweet. This is like... really going to hurt. Let's just cut to the chase. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You can either talk or this is going to get really painful really quickly. Oh, you don't have any? Okay, that's what they all say. So we're gonna start here. Like, yeah, she's that when uh when she go when she figures out like her boss is a scroll and takes him out and then uh goes to find the the scientist who's building the uh the super scroll machine and like walks in and he's like, "Hello, scrolls. Like, you know, I'm I can be either I'm very good at two things. I can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. Which one do you want?" And like the the husband is like got the shotgun on her and she's like he's like oh yo you need to get out of here and he's she's like oh Nigel like someone's gonna have to talk to HR about this she's like my name's not Nigel no Nigel's the one behind you with the barrel of his gun pointed to your head oh there he is <laughs> like <laughs> she just fucked people up with like just a smile on her face it's like I love that character like um oh, pip pip tally ho oh you're dead <laughs> yeah like. Dude starts like holding his wife hostage. Like, I'm not gonna let her betray us. And he's just like, men always either gaslighting you or trying to kill you, and then just shoots him in the face. Like, does not give a fuck. <laughs> and she's like, all right, now that you've got your uh, skull husband's brain matter on your face, uh, you're gonna cooperate, or do I have to shoot you too? <laughs> ah, yes. And when she's running through the hospital later on, trying to rescue the president, like. Merkin dudes right and left with, uh, you know, whatever, uh, darts. Uh, <laughs> like, she's, like, just a bad motherfucker. Why didn't she get a series? Well, maybe if they do a season two, because at the end of it, she, you know, finds Gaia, who's now, like, the ultimate super, uh, scroll, and she's like, let's not make the same mistakes, like, Talos and Fury didn't keep friendship out of this. You know, you'll use me, I'll use you, and we'll, you know, save both our peoples. <laughs> so now she's like, you know, kind of leading the hunt of the uh, rest of the rebel scrolls on Earth and uh, with uh, Gaia while Nick's fucking off back to his uh, space station to try to negotiate peace with the. and give the scrolls somewhere to go to get them the fuck off the planet. Let's face it, the only thing piece that Fury is negotiating for is a piece of alien ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you get that... You know, his wife gets the call, because apparently while he's been gone, she's been working with the rebels, and they're like, Nick's a threat, you're going to have to take him out. But, you know, Nick had already tapped her phone, because he, he didn't trust her. And they end up, like, you know, 
having that conversation at the dinner table and is like, you know, was I always a, a mission for you or did you actually love me? And, and, uh, they both pull their guns and they both miss intentionally. And it's like, look at the boys like, shit, I don't know if this means we need to get a divorce or renew our vows. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't kill you. You can kill me. I guess it's love. <laughs> and she turns out to be a badass because uh, when Gaia goes back to the house, even though she knows like the rebels are coming for her because uh, she you know, didn't kill Fury, she's like, I'm not hiding. I'm staying here in my house because if somebody's going to come to kill me, I'm going to make them do it where I'm comfortable. <laughs> and also I have like badass backpack uh, fucking body armor with a... Uh, shotguns and shit uh stacked there because that gunfight with her and uh Gaia, i was like hell yeah fuck i was like i want one of those bulletproof backpacks that just turn into a plate carrier those things are fucking awesome i can get you one those got issued at work apparently i'm like <laughs> this has a fucking plate carrier uh <laughs> yeah because i've seen the ones that just have the the uh Bulletproof insert, but yeah, the one where you just pull it over your head and it turns into a plate carrier. I'm like, that's badass. I need one of those. Yeah, it just has room for a plate. <laughs> it's not that badass. It doesn't go over your head. I mean, you could put it on your head, but then you're going to be like... Well, the ones they had, and I'm, I think it might be uh, Shellback. I can't. I looked it up one day. I can't remember what the name of it is, but yeah. Basically, like you reach and grab like that drag handle on the back and pull... And it comes up over your head and gives you a front plate. And you get like a full front and back plate carrier in those. It's not just the whatever regular bulletproof uh, back insert that you can kind of use as a shield. This one actually turns into a full plate carrier. And still has room for your laptop and accessories. <laughs> yeah, I slam all of my shit down too much. Sometimes getting broke. <laughs> Drop that five pound plate on your foot You're like, god damn it <laughs> i just broke my laptop and my toe <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah the turns out you know gravik's ultimate plan is apparently nick collected all the avengers dna for some kind of unknown project probably project tahiti that saved uh, colson's life at one point uh and it hid the dna just in case and he's like i want that dna because now i got this cool machine i want all I'm not happy with just having Groot and Obsidian Black's powers. I want all the, I want all the powers. So he's like, yeah, I'll I'm gonna cause World War Three unless you uh come to uh whatever Chernobyl we're hiding in and bring me the DNA. So he goes to like, what is it, fucking Romania or wherever the hell he was, had his stash house at, and it's like there's his like it's hidden inside his grave, and she's like. Didn't you have one of these somewhere else? He's like, oh, I've got these things all over the all over the place. Yeah, dead man needs options. <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes into that like mausoleum and starts hitting, opening, and it's like, oh shit! There's the trench coat. There's the fucking eye patch. There's his favorite Smith and Wesson pistol. It's like fucking Nick Fury's back. And then the next time you see him, it's like goatee is trimmed, possibly died. It's no longer the gray beard. He's like, fucking. He's like, dude, the gray the was the die. The gray was the die. <laughs> Okay, I refuse to believe that Nick Fury doesn't go green. Yeah. <laughs> that was all part of his disguise. But yeah, when he's like, 
it's time to suit up. Yeah, it's like it's like every superhero show. Like they always start off in less like street clothes, and by the end of it, I mean they did it with Hawkeye, they did it with uh, fucking Wandavision. Like every series. I was admiring your Hawkeye calendar behind me. <laughs> I'm not sure when that got put there, but <laughs> yes, yeah, my uh, July was Captain America. Yeah, Hawkeye is August apparently, because of course July's got to be Captain America. But yeah, it's like all the. Uh, you know, Avengers series, they, they, they get a new super suit by the end of it. And this was Nick putting on his super suit. You, you got to get the trench coat and the, uh, the eye patch back on. And now it's time to do, uh, do work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted that in like episode two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like, we get five episodes of him being grumpy old man. Like we, we and then we only got like really one good episode of him being, him being badass Nick Fury. Yeah, because then it kind of, you know, changed from him being badass Nick Fury to, you know, really Gaia sort of taking the spotlight with her badassery. Yeah, because you see uh, uh, fucking Sonya go to, well, you see, you know, see her call Scroll Rhodey and be like, hey, you got to get out of there. Fury's coming for you. So they pull the president out and all of a sudden, like, Dudes all start getting taken out, but you don't see who's taking them out. You assume it's Sonya, because at the same time, Fury is at the scroll base with the to turn over the DNA, and he's like, you know, freaking getting sick from the the radiation. And you're like, damn, are they? Even though like I've seen the trailer, I know he's gonna survive. Like, are they gonna fucking kill Nick Fury here? Because he's getting like pretty weak in this radioactive uh, wasteland here. And then Homeboy turns on the machine to, like, give himself all the Avengers power and then goes to, like, I'm going to kill you. It goes to punch Fury and Fury just catches it. And it's like, guess what? Not Fury. It's fucking Gaia. And she's pissed off because you killed her daddy. And I have all the superpowers you do. But I'm more pissed off than you, so I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> but that whole... That's one of the coolest things I think I've seen in a Marvel series is that fight with Gaia and Gravik where they're just, like, switching powers between... You're, like, trying to figure out, like, ooh, who's he using now? There's Captain Marvel, like, what's the fucking ice arm? And it's like, oh yeah, that's like a fucking Loki DNA or some shit, because he's like an ice giant. <laughs> it's like, just watching like them like just switching powers back and forth as they're they're fighting is like as cool as shit. I mean, what is <laughs> when she puts the, pulls out the mantis things and puts them to sleep while they're flying, so he crashes down. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking pretty cool. Sleep. <laughs> fucking turns into like a. Uh, uh, What's his name from Guardians? <laughs> she even has his tattoos when her arm gets all swole up. She's like, you got my guns now. <laughs> I'm Drax. <laughs> Drax, bitch. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty badass fight. Just like you said, watching them alternate powers. and Oh, yeah, and then finally just like blows a basketball-sized hole in his chest with a Captain Marvel uh, bl laser blast. It's like, yeah, try to re regenerate that motherfucker. <laughs> you don't have any Deadpool DNA. You can't regenerate from just a head. <laughs> I'm going to rip out your fucking heart and spine. And that's how we get heads in glass jars. <laughs> yeah, so as she uh, reveals that she is not Fury, Fury reveals he's the one in the hospital murking all the motherfuckers and gets in the standoff with... Uh, Scroll Rudy and the president and finally just shoots him in the face and it's like see he's a fucking alien <laughs> hurry up and stop World War 3 
You don't have time. But then the president's kind of pissed off about aliens now and like starts like, you know, we're declaring all aliens uh enemies of the state and did you get that whole like sequence of just random dudes like murking aliens all over the planet and occasionally accidentally murking the real people because like the British prime minister was a scroll, but she returned and then she got assassinated because somebody thought she was a, a scroll. So it's like, yeah, Mr. President, y'all, you know, causing some shit, uh, for that hateful speech of yours. And the president's like, eh, I don't care if you want to save the scrolls, get them the fuck off my planet. And he's like, all right, cause I'm gonna go back to my space station, start negotiating shit. Which leads us to one of the kind of controversies of this. Like, when they start freeing all the people that have been duplicated, we see Rhodey, and he's wearing, like, a hospital gown. So the now the... the and Gaia just tells him, like, take it easy. You've been captured for a long time. So now the big debate online is exactly how long has Rhodey been a scroll? Because some people are saying he got replaced during Civil War. Like, so he, cause he's wearing a hospital gown, which the last time we saw him in a hospital gown was after his crash and, and, uh, civil war. So has he been a scroll like through infinity war and Endgame, where the leg braces that Tony built for him just fake, uh, cause he's been a scroll all this time. Or did they, you know, he'd go in for a fucking checkup at some point and they jack his ass later on. I guess we're going to have to wait till the whatever Armor Wars series to find out for sure. But I don't know. I don't see him being a scroll all that time. That would be weird if, like, but then again, like, Thanos waps, wipes out ha half of humanity. I guess you're going to have to be an Avenger because uh, uh, they wipe, would have wiped out half the scrolls too. So you got no choice. Like, well, I'm, I'm War Machine. These, my, my, plan to take over the earth is going to have to pause while we fight off a uh, fucking this yeah. other dude that's trying to destroy the that earth. doesn't make any sense because you find out like thanos brought all the scrolls in during the blip so why would there already be scrolls replacing key humans before that so it'd have to be sometime after infinity war i would would make more sense but See, this is the rabbit hole. Like, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think back to Civil War. No, no. Great movie. I remember watching it. I don't remember that level of detail. <laughs> like, my attention to detail when I watch shit is. Like, way down here somewhere. But we did have in whatever end game when they figure out time travel, he's like, why don't we just go back in time and like kill a uh, baby uh, Thanos? All right. That's kind of a scroll thing to say. <laughs> so maybe, uh, but yeah, I think they caught him sometime in the blip. Cause like, I, I, I don't see him being switched out since civil war. That's just, I mean, there were definitely big personality changes, you know? Yeah. Maybe like, between Infinity War and uh, and uh, I can't remember if he got injured during uh, Infinity War or not that would have caused him to be in a hospital at some point. But say, for argument's sake, that he has been in stasis since Civil War, 
that means he didn't doesn't know Tony's dead. He doesn't know about the blip and all that other shit. So next time we see Rhodey, he's probably gonna have some like PTSD because like he just wakes up, finds out like half of humanity got wiped out for five years and uh, his best friend's dead. And <laughs> he's been a Skrull's meat puppet for the last you know, decade nearly. I mean, that's gonna be a lot for the dude to, to uh, take in. Cause hell, you know, when he shows up and gives advice to, uh, Falcon and Falcon and the winter soldier, that seemed roadie like, I didn't seem scroll roadie like. So I'm like, ah, I just, yeah, I know I can't pinpoint it. Like the rumor is, yeah, he's been a scroll since civil war, but it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's television doesn't have to make sense <laughs> it was there to entertain and to get views what did it do it entertained and it got views and it confused the rest of the shit out of us so now we have to watch everything else that comes out and hopefully it explains in the, <laughs> the next thing up fucking disney hooked us again it's all part of their evil scroll mouse plan the mouse is a scroll <laughs> all right if you were a scroll, who in this world would you want to replace? Because if you've got one of those machines, you get all their memories and shit, so you can literally be that person. Definitely Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to have a huge dick. <laughs> And play music. <laughs> Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> I think it would be cool to be... If you're, if you're going to go rock star, scroll Ozzy, but 70s scroll Ozzy. Not like current Ozzy, but Ozzy back when he was like doing all the drugs. Yeah, but you're going to have all the... Mem which means you're not going to remember shit. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe that's why Ozzy's so like out there now. It's like you know, the scroll version of him is like, dude, I tried to download this guy's memories, but they are fucked up. He doesn't remember decades. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> uh, what you just like? Like I don't know. I don't want to be a political figure. I don't want to, you know. No, fuck that. Scroll Elon. You get all the nice toys and money. Just straight inventing shit. I want an electric truck that looks like a spaceship. Bet. Let's do it. It's already happening. Yeah, Elon probably is a scroll. I mean, he's definitely an alien. But then you got all this fucking Twitter drama, and we love you, but now we hate you, and fuck that. <laughs> So do you think we get, because they kind of left this open-ended with like, you know. Yeah, I don't think they know what they're going to do, obviously. It, yeah, because I didn't really, I'm like, there wasn't a great, yeah, we took, we defeated the rebels this time, but, you know, they reveal at the end there that the English people found like a shitload of people that were still in those machines. So we still know there's a whole bunch of scrolls out there hiding in plain sight possibly bad guys 
like, so they didn't, they they didn't just, really cleanly wrap up the why invasion. Did, why didn't they just give us, you know, scroll Hitler? Like, where's that dude at? Like, that was the uh, the fucking uh, media guy. <laughs> there was one of the the scroll uh, council. There was like, oh yeah, of course you've got a loudmouth uh, political commentator as a uh, to help uh, uh, so uh, bad things between people. That makes way too much sense. Is that the, the, the uh, yeah, we're going to get a couple politicians and a couple uh, media guys and to to enact our ultimate plan. But yeah, they didn't really do a good job of wrapping up the the uh the war. So like I don't know if we're going to get a kind of complete this story in a future movie or we're going to get a second season of uh Secret All Invasion. depends on, you know, how much money it cost, how much viewership and revenue it brought in. That'll be your determining factor. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Um, what about um, you know, because that that whole you know hateful speech, blah blah blah, like was it ever revealed that the president is not a scroll? I think so, because we never saw him scrolled up. Or you know, when when they cleared out that one cache of people. And if Rhodey was a scroll and they're like, Hey, you need to get the president to do this. If president was a scroll, then he wouldn't need to convince the president. The president would just have been like, cool. I'm in on the plan. It's all about optics, baby. True enough. Does like one scroll, not knowing someone else is a scroll. I mean, it could be like, you just kind of a double blind, <laughs> like fucking, yeah, everything's compartmentalized. And one, one group doesn't know what the other group's doing. You know, Hey, you can keep an eye on this shit. I can keep an eye on, you know, that shit. I can send you all over the world. Nobody's going to bat an eye. He was like the more obvious one to cover up the the less obvious one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But then again, he started... Yeah, this felt more like the start of something than the end of something. <laughs> like they were setting up a further story uh, instead of like concluding the story we got. Yeah, I, I I don't know, you know. Would I like another con- sure, I'd like another continuation, you know, but you know, let's actually wrap it up, you know? <laughs> or, you know, hey, this is going to be a, you know, three series thing. Yeah. What about the uh we didn't talk about the attempt on the president when Gavik and all of them show up trying to be Russians and uh, try to assassinate the president or fuck it. Cause like Rhodey knows that shit's coming. It's like him, like fucking shit's blowing up all over the place. And he's just sitting in his car going, Ooh, we're being attacked. Hey man, you got like a, get me a breath mint or something. <laughs> just like, just... and then fucking Talos like tried to like break the glass and get to the president and like being, and then him getting, fucking murked by Gravik. They're like, oh shit, it's an alien. And he's like, no, no, he's with us. Like, don't shoot him. He's a good one. Shoot all these other motherfuckers. Yeah, that was another one I was I was kind of sad to see see them uh, end his character because I really liked what they yeah. did with Talos this season. Yeah, that was definitely a cool dynamic between Fury, Talos, and 
you know, even Talos and, you know, Gaia trying to actually instill the, the mentorship and just be like, no, it can't just be fuck it all, you know? Yeah, and he's like, she's like, what you is your plan? You don't want our people to all be judged based on the actions of one. We can't do that to, you know, this civilization either. Yeah, and like she has that conversation with uh, uh, Priscilla, Fury's wife, because you know, the last conversation they have before he's killed, she's like, what is your plan? And he's like, well, we're going to save the president, and then you know, we're going to show him who we are as like, you know, that we're not evil like Garrick, and you know, we're going to like you know once we have that leverage of like we just saved your life i'm going to get him to like you know help us out and she's like you're just being fucking naive like this is never going to happen like you know you're, you're just as dumb as as graphic is and then she has that conversation she's like the last thing i said to him was like this like what daughter says that to her father and he's like the type of daughter that expects to like apologize for it the next time you see him and you know, shit he, he knew you didn't mean that stuff that uh, you said because you know you're a child pretty much even though you're look like a grown-ass adult <laughs> you're the scroll equivalent of a of a uh, grumpy teenager and does she get to be an avenger someday it's like we're, we're building a new avengers team do we get uh super scroll guy uh as a avenger in one of these future battle of kang movies or whatever i feel like that almost has to be a thing hell she doesn't need she She's the entire Avengers team. <laughs> she has all the powers. It's like we can't afford all the Avengers, so we're just gonna give Gaia all the powers. It's 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 more economic for the budget. <laughs> all these other people. We only like, need one actor. <laughs> gotten yeah. too popular. I'm the Queen of Dragons, motherfucker. <laughs> Calm down, Khaleesi. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do we get uh Shang Chi two and Fing Fang Foom the the dragon shows up, and then Gaia has to show up and like tame the dragon because <laughs> she's the queen of dragons. <laughs> the fucking Dragon Ball Z crossover or some shit. No, no crossovers. Fury goes his little ship. His wife goes with him. They live happily ever after the end. Until the Marvels. <laughs> and then we get another adventure. <laughs> oh. The more things change, the more they stay the same. I just hope he keeps the uh, goatee and the pimp joke jacket. Yeah. Old Man Fury was not a good look. I want to see badass Nick Fury. He shows up back on the space station like, oh, fuck, he's wearing the coat again, dude. We got to, like, straighten up. Motherfucker's back to being hardcore. <laughs> no, he gets on the space shoot. He undress, throws on his hey dudes. Yeah, he goes full, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, fucking, uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. How he'd always come in and then take off, put on his slippers and his, his, his sweater. Yeah. Nick shows up at the thing. He, like, takes off his trench coat, puts on his, like, Cosby sweater and his slip ons, and he's like, all right, guys, <laughs> I'm back to re retirement. <laughs> let's, let's let's go kill some aliens that aren't scrolls. Yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of at some point it's like, hey, you had a pet path pet to, flirking. you know, reconciliation. 
you chose to go, you know, full Hitler. Um, can't help you there. Like, th- this is now on you. Yeah, it's like, dude, I tried, to, I tried to save you, but like, now, now you're you're going full asshole, and you're just gonna cause more trouble than you're. You're you're starting a war, not ending a war at this point. So, where do you think this falls in the Marvel? Like, probably not the best thing they've done, but it wasn't bad. It's it's kind of getting a little bit of a hate, but it's like. It's kind of like some of the yeah, other shit. I mean, if you I, go in knowing I you're watching really, a spy drama, then... I didn't really hate it, you know? It just... I just wish the cycle of do a thing, finish a thing, and that was the thing. You <laughs> I know, know, like, fans of the comic book, the comic books had a lot more, like, Avenger participation in it, where this was just a Nick Fury story, where it's some of the people that were, like, expecting legit secret invasion uh we were a little disappointed in it but as a spy drama i thought it was they did a pretty good job of doing something in that genre but i at the same time like i don't know see i i differ like if i've read a book or i've read a comic like i don't expect a show or a movie to follow that like if that's the case then what's the fucking point? Like, you already know everything that's going to happen. Like, Yeah, you got to change it up just enough to get us something unexpected. You can't be expecting a shot-for-shot remake of something. And that, the MCU's kind of done a good job of that, of like, yeah, we're going to use the things that you're familiar with, or the character-wise, and elements of the stories you're familiar with, but we're going to do something new to surprise you and not just give you a shot-for-shot makeup remake yeah, of I mean, this I particular kinda, comic book I, I i don't understand like oh this differed from the comic book and 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 i hate it and blah blah and it's like i don't know you know for me i ooh, I, maybe not avengers but uh we've got that uh the the villain team pretty much uh the uh oh, shit what the hell are they called it um, the movie with the new Black Widow and uh, Thunderbolts. Guy could be a Thunderbolt member whenever we get that movie. She would kind of fit in in that non-Avenger lineup. Thundercats? No, Thunderbolts. That's a different movie. Less cat ears. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but that's all we got for you this week. What are? What do you think of this here? Uh, almost forgot about the cigar. Cigar's good. Uh, it is spicy, woody, earthy. Um, pretty consistent. Not a lot of uh, variation from start to finish. Nice level of strength as well. It's not like overpowering, but it's, no, it's good I enough mean, to keep your attention. I mean, uh, I don't know that I've smoked too many of... Uh, what did we say it was? Quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. Quesadilla cigars. <laughs> um, Casada stuff. But this is definitely one that, you know, I mean, even given the, the tax increases, the price increases of everything overall, for this just being over a $10 stick, absolutely worth, you know, the money that yes. I, I paid for it. Like, I'm, I'm not disappointed at all. Um, 
maybe a little bit over humidified. I had to do a few relights, but that's nothing that a little bit of time in a humidor can't balance out. No other construction issues. No. Yeah, like I mean, it's gone out a couple times, but it's not burned funny. It hasn't like you know gotten a canoeing or anything like that. So it's fairly good construction. But yeah, maybe these are a little bit uh, over humidified uh, at the at the moment. But yeah, these. It's, I would definitely recommend uh, having I mean, another I, one I, of these. And in, in fact, I'm probably going to end up having another one like you know and yeah, my buddies that are you rotation. know venturing into hey i want to get away from my typical stuff i'd absolutely throw this and say hey try it let me know what you think and and have no reserves about you know sharing this or you know if if you're like hey dude can i get a cigar f-? yeah smoke this and you know, I, I would have no problem passing this out. Yeah, this, this will definitely make it and... into the uh, recommended uh, list. Well, that's all we got for you this week. We'll be right back with some uh, science. And if you're watching on the YouTubes, like, comment, and subscribe. Peace out. Yeah, you have behind a mask Always smiling in my face But when I turn, I know you wanna laugh Look at how you switch up You're just waiting to attack First you say congratulations Then turn and stab me in the back You're a shapeshifter You're a shapeshifter Look at how you switch up You're a shapeshifter Can I trust here? What's fake? What's real? What face do you conceal? The rumors you're spreading is unreal. Watch my drink, you might try to lace it. If you try my patience, then face it What you gonna do, brothers and sisters, when thousands of geeky fans descend on Atlanta for five days and nights of the grandest con of them all? You can prepare by training, eating your vitamins, saying your prayers, and checking out the Dragon Con Report each and every month leading up to the show. Watch or listen and let Dragon Con Mania run wild on you! Yes, science! And welcome back. It's time for some science. Yes, science. Ooh, it's getting smoky in here. My eyes starting to burn. So you know, surprisingly, like I, I feel a little bit of dryness, but it's not near as bad as some of the other times yeah, that I've been smoked, in here. Uh, smoked worse. We need one to get one of those silent air purifiers. Nah, dude. Look, we both survived a pandemic <laughs> by keeping cigar smoke actively in our lungs. COVID can't survive in a smoky environment. Exactly. All right, yeah, this is for our own safety. Well, speaking of safety, uh, in the war against AI, people have discovered how to disable self-driving cars with a traffic cone. Is it a traffic cone armed with an EMP? (laughs) Apparently, uh, people protesting the use of less regulations on self-driving cars, the people who think they're uh, dangerous have come up with a prank protest they're calling coning, 
where apparently if you just stick a traffic cone on the hood of a self-driving car, it detects it as an obstacle and just powers down and quits moving and waits for somebody to come save it. It will stop, switch on its hazards lights, and wait for recovery. So how long before, you know, people just start getting mowed down trying to... (laughs) Trying to toss a cone on there. Or you're worried about the traffic and shit this is going to cause. You wait till it stops at a red light and you go throw a cone on it. Now you've just, like, caused a fucking traffic jam. Uh, Your protest is becoming more annoying than the thing you're trying to protest. Well, that's the problem, man, is... I'm sorry. I'm going to get a little bit political here. But all this burning, looting, pro it's not fucking protest. <laughs> like, your, your fucking message, whatever you're trying to get out, as soon as you start acting like an asshole, guess what? You're going to start fucking get treated like an asshole. <laughs> your message, whatever change, forget about it, because it's not about your message or your chain, you know, your change you're wanting. It's about you just being fucking angry and throwing a fucking tantrum, tantrum, tantrum. like. Yeah. It's so like... you know, you fucking come at me with you know some bullshit. Like, a couple things are gonna happen. <laughs> You've discovered a little thing we call fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, and and unfortunately, like people are like, oh, you know. I, I'm sorry, there's a thing called cause and effect, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, like, you know. Unless you're playing the lottery, because I never win prizes from that stupid game. <laughs> Do you ever buy snacks when you buy a lottery ticket? Yeah. All right, there's your prize. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's all a trap. <laughs> so, yeah, and the name of this group is Safe Street Rebel. <laughs> who uh, figured out it was probably they, they took issue with recent events involving autonomous vehicles. A uh, General Motors cruise subsidiary collided with a bus recently. And in their defense, GM said, Hey, the, yeah, there has been accidents and problems, but we haven't killed anybody yet. So that, you know, there is that. The, the, <laughs> the problem is here would be my issue with AI. You already got fucking people that, you know, are too busy doing makeup, playing with their phone, whatever, to pay attention to roads that already have more people on them than ever. Um, I mean, I, I would, I would almost look at the population expanse. How much has your population increased? <laughs> Guess yeah, what? As dangerous as the AI driving cars are, they're probably less dangerous than their distracted humans driving cars. I, I mean, we can't disable them with a traffic cone. <laughs> Maybe shove one up their ass and <laughs> pay attention to the road, motherfucker. All right, that's it. All right, any, any females looking for work, I'm starting a new website called Cone Girls. <laughs> <laughs> new OnlyFans. Well, speaking of uh, uh, Bond villains, Taylor Swift, also possibly a scroll. She's uh, now learned how to control earthquakes. Taylor Swift is a threat to humanity, and she must be stopped. God. Recently, a uh, Taylor Swift concert in Seattle caused a uh, so much uh, partying during the the uh, performance of "Shake It Off." It was actually recorded as a two point three magnitude earthquake. 
I mean, dude, you act like you've never been upstairs in the masquerade at a sold-out concert, you know. Old masquerade. Yeah, when it was like a hundred-year-old building and then like assuming it was going to fall down at some point. Yes, you know. Which um, it eventually did after, but after the concerts had moved out. That was just bad construction going on in the the uh, remodeling of, of said place. But yeah. All right, yeah, I can see this whole Taylor Swift thing being a thing because, yeah, we've definitely rocked the fucking masquerade back in the day. We're like, is we're on the third floor. Is this going to fall? It's... I mean, it's, it's very, you shaky. know, the, the floors, the walls, everything else were, you know, shaking like it just comes with the territory. <laughs> Apparently, the the swift quake, as they're calling it, uh, recorded by a seismologist, uh, beat the previous non-earthquake record, which was uh, the Seattle Seahawks in 2011 beast quake. Uh, which was only apparently a 1.3 uh, magnitude earthquake, so... Yeah, you Swifties hear that? uh went harder than uh, baseball fans. I would like to see like numbers though. You know, because I, I feel like a baseball stadium is probably gonna house less people than Well she's like selling stadiums and shit now, so it's probably about the same. I would I would like to see the numbers. She's definitely bigger than like a theater act at this because point. Because I, I would think that Cause she's she's like going to pull, you know, more fans than you're... the baseball team's going to be less than a, a Swift concert. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, you really got to look at the numbers here because, you know, if you had fewer fans, maybe you had a lower number, but law of averages... I mean, baseball stadiums are usually a little smaller than football stadiums, and Taylor's selling out football stadiums, so yeah, could be a lot more people involved in these uh, Swift quakes than... Uh, the other sporting quakes. Good news for lazy people like ourselves. People who only exercise on the weekends have similar heart health benefits as those who exercise throughout the week. I wonder if that's because most people get weekends off and they're probably a little bit stress, a little less stress, a little bit more relaxed than the people, you know, like, fuck, I just worked. I've commuted, now I'm I'm at the fucking gym, and I gotta go home, make dinner, do all this other shit to get ready for work the next day. Yeah, because, like, I, I try to work out three, four times a week, but then I usually end up only working out, like, twice a week, because just, that's how the schedule goes. But yeah, they say the guidelines are recommended that you should be doing 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity per week, but they figured out, you know, in this study that it doesn't matter when you do that exercise. If you do 150 minutes spread out three or four sessions throughout the week, you're getting the same benefit as people like us that maybe work out for longer, but only do it maybe once, twice a week. So we just got to play 150 minutes of shake it off, create a mini earthquake, and we'll be healthy. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Good. good. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> and we alluded to in the main topic, but apparently... Aliens are real. Uh, a recent uh, congressional meeting of government whistleblowers told Congress uh, several things, including that uh, one whistleblower said that non-human biologics have been found at rumored UFO crash sites. Non-human, though. Could that be raccoon DNA? <laughs> Could that be fucking rocket yeah three witnesses uh 
Former Navy pilot Ryan Graves and retired U.S. Navy commander David Fravor uh, and uh, another witness, David Grush, uh, detailed accounts of potential non-human biologics found at sites of crashed uh, UAPs, because apparently it's not cool to call them UFOs anymore. They're un unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh, with two hours of questioning from Congress, the witnesses shared insights both from personal experience, because uh, the Navy pilots uh, had like actual aerial encounters, uh, some of the ones that have been recently released, with uh, these UAPs and um, like I said, the other whistleblower who's kind of a undisclosed government uh, position, you know, says the whole like, you know, Roswell crashes, all that shit that, that uh, you know, claim that yes, we have found crashed UAVs. We have that technology in our possession and we've even found uh, biological matter that ain't earthly. I just wonder, like, why why change the acronym? I mean, UFO, you could have a unidentified flying object or an unidentified, you know, falling object. Yeah, the whole unidentified aerial phenomenon. Is that just like, hey, we want to I move mean, away from, like, the, the stereotypical, uh, you know, UFOs and crazy. So now we're going to give it a new acronym so people think this shit's legit. You know what I think? I think we're starting to get very, very Orwellian, my friend, and this is all just fucking think-speak. Yeah, one of the things from this congressional report there, uh... What did we miss while this was being televised? <laughs> yeah, it's like we still haven't, you know, got the Epstein list or, uh, you know, uh, whatever people finding cocaine in the White House. It's like, oh, quick, release the UFOs. we got to distract the people again. I would be more surprised that there's not fucking cocaine in the White House. <laughs> it is the White House, yeah. I mean... Uh, one of the things they're kind of calling for, these whistleblowers, is to create a uh, new reporting of UAPs. Uh, Graves estimated that around 90% of pilot UAB sightings go unreported because people are afraid of the stigma. And it says they need... To Congress needs to develop a structure to establish for both the military and the public to allow sightings of UAPs to be registered and shared in a public database so we can kind of study these sightings. If we you know, come up with an official way to report them, it'll kind of take the stigma away and we might actually figure out what's legit and what's, you know, crazy Eddie. We'll never figure it out. But crazy Eddie saved us in, uh, in Independence Day, so maybe we should listen to Crazy Eddie. It's not designed for us to figure out. <laughs> but that's all I got for you. This Oh, speaking of aliens, have you seen that fucking Vegas Sphere thing? Uh-uh. Oh, shit. Look that up when you get home. That's insane. Like, uh, the new stadium in Vegas, uh, it's a giant orb. But the entire outside of the orb is an LCD screen that they can just project whatever the fuck they want. So they, like, make it look like a giant eyeball or, like, during basketball games, they turn into a giant basketball. It's fucking crazy looking. It right. definitely looks alien. Have to check that out then. Yeah, if you've not seen the video of the, the Vegas Sphere, check that out. It is fucking insane. That's all I got for you. We'll be right back with some news. And now it's time for all things nerdy in the nerd news. 
and welcome to Nerd News. Yeah, news. I think we're gearing up for Halloween or something, because I got a lot of spooky shit to go around. I mean, I am wearing my uh, Michael Myers Halloween shirt. And I have my typical ice line kills. And... <laughs> yeah, they're kind of spooky. You know, motionless and white, not really as spooky, and then Black Veil Brides. I know, they do the werewolf song, so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that ties into spookiness. Yeah. But, you know, think about this. 50 years since the original Exorcist debuted. Wow. So, um,. Warner Brothers is uh, or has released their 4K ultra high definition trailer for the 1973 classic, The so you Exorcist. Can really see the vomit. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I you know your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> yeah. Um. In 4K. <laughs> I mean, my aunt introduced me to horror movies and that sort of thing you know, described her experience seeing this in theaters and everything else. And, I mean, dude, this just really, like, people weren't accustomed to seeing, you know, stuff like that on the big screen. So, you know, this was the first for, you know, a lot of the, you know, the vomit, the vile, the all the <laughs> things that made, you know, this movie such a, you know, classic that it is today. Um... I didn't even realize people still had uh, Blu-ray players. I kind of thought that died out already. I mean, I got a PlayStation. That's as close as I've got. <laughs> Not that I've played a Blu-ray in God knows forever because everything's streaming now. Physical media doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but so, I kind of miss that about physical media because I was always like, I liked the behind-the-scenes shit. So well, I liked I mean, all the Blu-ray like special features. Like, like, oh, let me see the deleted scenes and the making of documentary. I liked all that shit. You don't really well, get that the same, with the like, streaming with, experience. You know, your you know, CDs, like, you know, and you would open up the little booklet and sometimes it would fold out into a poster. Sometimes it would just be song lyrics or band artwork, that sort I mean, of thing. Disney Plus has been kind of doing like like say like this shield thing will come out and then a month or so later they'll put up like a making of i mean they've done it with the mandalorian a bunch of the the uh avengers shit so yeah you're getting that behind the scenes stuff that you kind of used to get on special features but yeah it's still not the same as like fuck when's the last time you listened to an audio commentary track <laughs> which is pretty much like podcasts now but yeah it's like yeah it's like that's the nerd in me used to like i want to see what the filmmakers have to say about this sh yeah. shit yeah and i used to follow what down the fuck holes. were we thinking yeah you this don't is get that anymore. stupid as shit. Holy fuck, people actually really loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, for folks looking to uh, get their hands on the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray of The Exorcist, uh, that will be starting on September 19th. This is Halloween, this is Halloween. I'm trying to figure out what article goes next. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we'll kind of keep on the, the spooky train in, in such a way. Uh, looks like Final Destination 6 is ready to go as soon as this strike ends. <laughs> Another one of those. Hell, I still haven't seen the last uh, fucking Scream movie. 
That's probably on video now. I need to check that out. <laughs> I'm behind. Yeah, but I've always liked the Final Destination. Just the effects and those are well, always I mean, great. It's I just, just love always the great to see what Rube Goldberg death devices. <laughs> yeah, um, you it's know, like supernatural saw. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited for Saw Ten? Because I'm kind of excited for Saw Ten. I've not seen the trailer yet. Uh, is there a trailer yet? I don't know. I don't know. But... I've seen the poster. But yeah, it's like which I don't because we did that Saw episode. But I don't think I. I I watched the kill count because I never got around to watching the the last like Saw Nine or whatever with uh with uh Chris Rock, so I, I still need to catch that one up to before this new one comes out. But yeah, like fucking Saw is another one that's like you just kind of watch it for the crazy kills. So yeah, I mean I I don't know as a fan of you know the Final Destination series. I mean to this day. Anybody that has seen this film, anytime they get behind a log truck. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> on the fucking highway, I move. It's like, no. Like, fucking no one wants to ride behind the uh, the log truck. That, just, that fucking scream, too, just is burned in everyone's everyone's mind. Especially people that, like, grew up and, like, you know, were just learning to drive during that time. It's like, no, fuck this. <laughs> that, or you sit on a roller coaster, you make sure your seat is just a little, you know, extra, you know secured yeah it damn near happened to me at dollywood i was like uh this is sketchy this restraint doesn't seem uh, like it's gonna hold me <laughs> it's fine dude that roller coaster doesn't go over 40 it's just a miniature train how much damage could it possibly do to you and it's that's not, so not much... even real fire it's the fall from like the top of the damn thing that i was worried about it was still pretty high up i'm trying to remember uh I don't. It's been so long since I rode that ride. Maybe they've redid it because, like, I I thought for me, like, there at the end, like, you know, you, you had a dip that went pretty fast. I thought the rest of it was kind of just. I know this is this is a new. It's not that minecar one. This one's like a fire themed one, and it dead ends, and then you go through the whole thing backward, back to the start of it. But yeah, it's like oh, I, I haven't did yeah, that, that one. Like, that one's a, a newer one, I guess, uh, added in the last couple of years. But yeah, it was like I was riding by myself, and the, there was the bar only went like halfway because it me- it was meant to link up with the bar for the seat next to you. And I was riding by myself, and they didn't close the bar on that side, so there was like I had protection in front of me, but I was open on the side. I was just waiting to go around a curve fast and like slip out the side of it. So I was like holding on to that fucking bar. I was like. Don't sling me out of this motherfucker. <laughs> Rookie. You turn to the side and just brace yourself with your feet. You're fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, make sure you lower the... If you're riding by yourself, make sure you lower both bars. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it wouldn't be a cigar nerd podcast without talking about, one, cigars, two, unexplained alien-esque events and ai ai and you know some form of just debauchery but yay debauchery uh zombies yay we all love zombies there's another walking dead no i'm just kidding (laughs) uh george a romero's final zombie movie twilight of the dead is moving forward so good romero uh Zombie movie. So now they're going to bring Twilight into George A. Romero's <laughs> universe. So, um, so the zombies will go after the sparkly things. If a vampire bites a zombie, 
does it become a vampire or does the zombie be- or does the where or vampire become a zombie? Zombires. <laughs> My god. We're all fucked. If this <laughs> if this is not a thing, quick, somebody get quick get on the we we need a production team. We need an team. answer to this question. Yes, you know, zompires. I mean, dude, uh, we we could make this happen. <laughs> I mean, there's a writer strike right going on right now. We're we're not uh we're not striking. <laughs> we can write that shit. <laughs> Independent films are still uh, able to be made because uh, they're non uh, non-union. So yeah, this will uh, be the seventh and final installment of uh, Romero's Living Dead franchise. I mean, we gotta go pro, and I know makeup artists. <laughs> Make this happen. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this was already written and everything before Romero's passing, so um, I'm really curious to see... Um, how this is all going to come about. Um, so, you know, production team on Twilight of the Dead will include uh, the late filmmaker's last wife and estate manager, Suzanne Romero, and they are in negotiations with the director and were in talks of the cast before the actor strike hit. Uh, production is applying for an interim agreement so that they can shoot the film during the strike. So, yeah, curious to see, you know, what all manifest of this, because I love a uh, good Romero film. Maybe I get sent down to Puerto Rico, because it's looking to start shooting in (laughs) late 23 in Puerto Rico. Could I be a zombie? That would be dope. So... And should this one go well, I'm sure there may be additional movies. Yeah, it's like Walking Dead kind of burned us out on zombies. We haven't had a good zombie movie in a while since, well, we had Zombieland, but that's been a couple of years now. We've had a couple of rage zombie movies, but yeah, the old school Romero style, slow moving zombies. We've not had that in a minute. What was the last Romero one? Uh, Diary of the Dead, I think. Yeah, what was that, 2017 or something? Something like that. It's been a while. I remember the John Leguizamo one. 2017 doesn't feel like that should have been that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like forever ago. It's like six years. I mean, we've had a plague and everything else since then. Yeah, and we still didn't get real zombies. Yeah, I'm disappointed. So, uh, moving right along, uh, you know, both of us being fans of music, entertainment, and pop culture, um, all the things that a band we had the pleasure of interviewing, um, was it last year at Dragon Con or the year before last? Might have been year before last. Um, but we actually got to sit down and interview, um, you know, the Cybertronic Spree, but they have released a new, um, cover of Decepticon by... The Tigre. So, um... It's gonna be on there. They're actually releasing an album, or, well, it's been released, uh, uh, available on Bandcamp, I believe, uh, of original music, not, uh, just covers of the, uh, 
1986 uh, Transformers uh, the movie soundtrack. But yeah, their new album Ravage is, is out and available now. So uh, definitely check that out because the Spree, I mean, fuck, that line to get into the Spree concert last year. We missed MC Chris because Spree like went so went long. On late and then like, uh, but yeah, that was worth it waiting in that fucking god awful line to get in there and see them. They they always do a great show at Dragon Con and they're back again this year. So come rock uh, with the bots. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're getting more and more traction as follows but yeah I i'm mean, definitely going to buy one of those little fold-out camp stools uh that we saw last year uh for waiting in that fucking line this year <laughs> if i'm gonna stand here for damn near two hours i need something to sit on <laughs> yeah well i mean you were talking about earlier getting your workout on and everything else <laughs> i mean now you can throw on decepticon get fit with the spree you know to some true like yeah, fuck, I've lost 130 pounds like walking up death hill is not going to be uh an issue this this time around i'll be like wow I, I don't get tired walking around at DragonCon. This is going to be weird. This is my first skinny DragonCon. God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, Joe's going to want a break. I'm going to want a break. Now Joe's going to be like, I'm going. Motherfucker. Yeah, I did that like at the uh, gym. Doing I'll some, climb uh, a 500-foot ladder. Fuck this walking uphill bullshit. <laughs> yeah, doing some conditioning in my martial arts class. I was like, wait until someone else like had to rest. And I'm like, Hey, I'm outlasting people. Is it just my conditioning's getting that much better, or am I just a competitive asshole and I don't want to quit until someone else quits? <laughs> Maybe it's a combination of both. Little A, little B. Uh, speaking of A and B, I guess uh, let's throw in some C and talk about Cobra Kai. Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, we had this discussion a little bit earlier. Like, hey, we should put together a board game group. Hey, we have no friends. Put together a board game group. <laughs> um. But show no mercy uh, when you play the Cobra Kai Road to Victory board game available oh, shit. in stores now. There's a Cobra Kai board game? There is. Oh, yes. I uh, mean, uh, Miguel or whatever his real name is got that Blue Beetle movie coming out. But I think what around Christmas we should get the next season of Cobra Kai. So, yeah, the, the the concept of this is you'll play as a sensei to your own dojo in the game, increasing your student skills. Um, you got to build a well-rounded team of combatants, train students in different martial arts technique. It includes two phases, training montage and tournaments. <laughs> students will use stats, speed, form, and stamina to win the fights, face off to see who the strongest dojo is, the last player to have any students remaining wins the game. Fuck yeah, I gotta try uh, that out. God. Eagle I'm gonna fame. I hate this next part. <laughs> what? Exclusively at Walmart. <laughs> Damn it. I I despise stepping foot into <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. So uh twenty four ninety seven is the retail and the road to victory can be all yours. Fuck yeah, going to Walmart. <laughs> Unfortunately. I remember a time like, hey man, there's nothing to do. Let's fucking go to Walmart at 2 a.m. Yeah, then they stopped being open all night and you couldn't go watch the people of Walmart. So, ah, uh, the next thing near and dear to your heart, um, and it kind of ties into our main segment as all things Marvel. Uh, we did get our season two trailer for Loki. The Lokester is back. It looks pretty badass, uh, the, the trailer. I mean, we get some, like, it looks like Old West and a lot of time travel shenanigans. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, and we even get, uh, what's his name from uh, 
everything all everywhere all at once is uh in this season is like I guess TVA tech support from the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I always enjoy a, a good, you know, trickster god appearance. Yeah, and that, I mean, that was the only, like, Disney Plus series to get, like, most of them all, like, wrapped up. This That was the only one that, like, got a, like, season two, like, announced, like, pretty early on. So, uh, and out of all of them, that's probably been my favorite series of all the Disney plus stuff is that, that first Loki season. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing what shenanigans occur in this one. Well, you're going to have to wait till October 6th, my friend. It's not too far away. We're just like two and a half months out. That seems so far away. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we know, like Dragon next week it'll there. be there. <laughs> like Dragon Con's tomorrow, you know, October, <laughs> like. <laughs> Speaking of, Spooky stuff. Did you see the uh, Dawsonville's getting a, a haunted house this year? I saw a billboard for it. It's going to be in the uh, Racing Hall of uh, Fame. They're calling it Ghosts of Racing. <laughs> the, uh, the spirit of Dale Earnhardt's haunting me. I better go faster. <laughs> I'm intimidated. <laughs> God. Did we just write their whole script? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Bill Elliott just saved us all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yep, that, that sounds about right. And they, you know, they got that moonshine place there, so you do a couple shots of moonshine and then go in the haunted house. Or you do a couple shots afterward to calm down after the haunted house. I mean, it's a good marketing together. I'm going to have to opt before, uh, you know, pre-game and post-game. <laughs> yeah, get some spirits at the haunted house. You should be on a marketing firm. Any other news, tidbits, anything you want to share with the listeners at home that I have not so forth covered here ah, in this very podcast that's episode? That's all we got for you. Uh, like I said, we're coming up on Dragon Con. We'll be there, uh, hopefully interviewing some people, but we've got our media passes. You know, for Thursday nights, the big uh, meet and greet at the uh, at the old red phone booth. Uh, check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Cigar Nerd Pod. We're on the YouTube at Cigar Nerd Podcast. Uh, get your shirts at RealMenSmokeCigars.com. Get your energy drinks at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code Cigar Nerds and Avengers Assemble. Or don't. Whatever. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smokin' Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.